Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Train, Eat, Repeat podcast. I hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend and that you stayed safe. I actually took a little trip down to the Smoky Mountains. It was absolutely beautiful um, and definitely good to just get away, which is always something we talk about here in terms of take time, right? Get out there and enjoy yourself. Really excited that you guys are tuning into this episode today. Uh, before we jump into everything, please make sure you go on to Apple iTunes or Spotify leave a review and let me know what you guys want to hear Um, because ultimately I want this podcast to help simplify your life when it comes to health and wellness. So on today's podcast, I get the chance to sit down and talk with Nadia Cavallini. And what I love about her is that she's an author, number one, of the Proactive Health Solution, a blogger and a trainer. But more importantly is that we both agree that health and wellness is more than just the physical body, that it takes mind, body, and spirit to develop an otherwise what we would call an optimal life. And so in this interview, we talked about her book, the principles that are behind it, and how you can start to use some of those principles in your own life. Uh, What she's been sort of focusing on in her research and also her blogs uh, more recently with everything going on in the world, and then really excited to talk about her new project as she tries to get her proactive health solution curriculum into the schools so we can help and shape young minds. So until next week, enjoy the interview. Hopefully you guys get something out of it. Make sure to leave a review after you've listened to it, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Well, thanks, Nadia, so much for uh, joining me on the Train, Eat, Repeat podcast today. Obviously, I wanted to bring you onto the podcast for a couple reasons. Number one, I've known you now for for a couple years from Lifetime. Um, We both worked at Lifetime at at different phases, but we both worked in that arena. Um, We both work in the same arena right now in terms of health and wellness. And I think a lot of what we coach and preach to, um, we align on a lot. And not that all of our views are going to align. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just felt like it was important to get your voice heard um, because of the work that you have done and the work that you're doing. So mm-hmm. um, before we jump into the meat and potatoes, can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and, and your background and sort yeah. of what you're all about? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I graduated from Michigan State University with a communications degree. And before I became a personal trainer, I worked in a lot of other different fields, but I always worked out. I always took care of myself. So that part just came second nature. But um, over the years, I kind of got tired of, you know, just working in the corporate America, so to speak. And I, I love the training myself. So I decided to jump in and become a personal trainer. And I got certified in 2001, and I've been certified since through the American Council on Exercise, National Academy of Sports Medicine, TRX. I had some nutrition certifications in there as well. And so I've been a personal trainer, and still, since I kept my certification updated during this coronavirus time, I'm still certified, and uh, it's been wonderful, uh, minus the fact that you can't go into the gyms right now. But I've, I've been in the business for roughly 20 years, and also an author of the book called The Proactive Health Solution, and I'm an occasional blogger, and I'm also venturing into the educational arena to start teaching some stuff about my book. So, so you could say you're, you're a little busy. (laughs) Yeah, just a little teeny weeny busy, right? 
So uh, tell me a little bit about the book. Um, you know, the proactive health solution, the, the name itself speaks to me because we live in an age where, you know, more and more doctors um, and doctors that are no longer in their fields of maybe heart medicine or, or cancer uh, treatment and are starting to realize that there is a uh, a need for people to educate themselves on how to be more proactive with their health when it comes to creating a sound mind, sound body. Um, what was like the the why that you felt like this book needed to be written? Well, it was very, very interesting because um, you're not going to believe this. I didn't actually come up with the idea. I, I was working in the fitness industry, like I said, since 2001. And after the first year when I transitioned to working full-time and that was at the Lifetime in Canton, I, um, I noticed something um, similar, like an underlying theme of all my clients. They, they love to train with me and they loved working out with me, but they just didn't do what they were supposed to do outside of the gym. And as a trainer, you know, you want to hold them accountable. You want to light that fire under their butt and keep them motivated so that you could take them to the next level. So, I mean, they were getting results, but I wanted them to get maximum results. So when I asked them, Hey, did you eat right? Did you do this? Did you, did you do your cardio? No, no, no. And I was like, it didn't matter like what age they were. So they could have been like 20 years old or 80 years old. It didn't matter. They all had problems with this motivation outside of the gym. So um, I decided I'm like, I, I just want to get them more motivated and incentivize them somehow. So I thought, let me go to the bookstore and see if I could find a book that will like make them more motivated. That was the main reason to get them motivated to, you know, do what they're supposed to do outside of the gym. And so I went to like all different bookstores looking and there was books on nutrition, there was books on exercise, but there was absolutely nothing that would provide some motivation or tie the two together. So I thought, oh boy. So I kept looking. I was like, you know, every few months I would go out there and look in the libraries here and there. And I, I, I kind of gave up. I said, oh, there's nothing out there. It's, it's on them anyway. So I'm not going to deal with it. I did find some like motivational cards that gave them like reminders, like, okay, you need to get enough water. You need to sleep. You need to do this. So I gave them those in hopes that that would motivate them. But, um, I, I pretty much gave up on the idea, but I had been looking for a while. And the odd thing was the way it came about was I was just sitting quietly at the, in the sauna at, at the lifetime in commerce. And I was just chilling out in there. And then all of a sudden this pyramid flashed in front of my face and it was like, I got some download or something. And it said, this is, yeah, this is the educational path you've been looking for to motivate your clients. And I saw the pyramid as a PHS pyramid, which is in my book um, with the five components, lifestyle management, healthy self-management, motivation, program design, and discipline. So it flashed right in front of my face. And not only did it flash in front of my face, I saw like right next to each of those components, um, what they represented. So I thought to myself, Oh my God, like I was just freaked out. Cause I'm like, I wasn't expecting it. That's why I said it wasn't really my idea. It just kind of flashed in front of my face. So I thought, okay, I either do something with this information or just sit on it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. Um, went to the personal training desk, wrote down the, the pyramid with all the components on a little sticky note. And then I discussed it with one of the other trainers. And I said, okay, I think I'm gonna go write a book. So that's how it all started. But 
it was it was wild because I like I said I kind of gave up on the idea because I thought you know people are technically responsible for themselves anyways right so you know but I, I just wanted something that was going to motivate them so to answer the question is basically motivation. And so what did you find when people started to read your book? Obviously, it's something that you probably uh, made available to your own clients. But what was some of the feedback that people got and and what were the results that came from it? Oh, it was amazing. Um, I had people telling me that the book like opened up their eyes on so many levels. It was like their eyes became open. Some people told me they had like a spiritual awakening, um, but it was well, very well received. As a matter of fact, when the book first came out, it was put in a um, a magazine by Kirkus Reviews, which you normally would have to pay hundreds of dollars to get it in there. And it got in there automatically. They said, your book is that good. You don't understand like what a privilege it is to get your book um, in this magazine. So I was blown away. So it was a lot of people were telling me that it just changed them on so many levels because they started finally taking responsibility for their health and well-being, which is what my goal was initially, like I had mentioned. And with the people that that maybe are listening to this podcast that I'm not calling them out, but maybe they just haven't taken that step to take their health into their own hands, because I've talked with, you know, Dr. William Davis and, and read and many other authors that are in the in the business of trying to make people understand that you need to can take control of your health in order for you to uh, become optimal in order for you to exactly. become optimal. Exactly. And, you know. So where where do we sort of go from here? So now you, you've written this book, you, you've seen the the sort of praise that it's gotten from the people that it's helped, but how is it relevant to today's world? And you know everything going on from COVID to social injustice. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what can how can people take that next step if they haven't already? Right. Great question. Well, I think it's extraordinarily relevant to the times um, because, like, as I mentioned, it, it doesn't just teach people how to like help them motivate them to develop a healthy lifestyle, but it helps to establish and integrate well-being on all levels in mind, body, and spirit. As you know, health is more than just your physical body. So it's important today because if you're healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you have to ask yourself, would you really be causing all this pain to other people, destruction to properties, burning down buildings, destroying statues, committing crimes, all this stuff, does that represent mental, emotional, spiritual health? No, it doesn't, obviously. Now, with that said, I think that my book can definitely help tremendously because what it boils down to, whether, you know, somebody says, oh, well, that's righteous anger. That's not righteous anger. This, the bottom line is the person, whoever is causing the problem, you know, you take out the, the right and wrong of the whole thing. There's anger there. Okay. So how do you manage that anger? Well, in my book, one of the key principles is to develop emotional intelligence. So it's okay to have anger because it's a natural, normal human emotion. But if that anger isn't channeled in the right way, then this is what's causing the mayhem in our society. And so when you develop emotional intelligence, you learn how to manage your emotions properly. And when you're operating from a more calm and balanced place, those emotions aren't going to be ruling your actions. So you have to you know, step back and see, you know, are your emotions ruling your actions or are you, do you have control over that? And that, that's a critical principle, which is technically part of 
healthy self-management. And healthy self-management is one of those components that, as I mentioned, that flashed in front of my face. Um, and in order to have healthy self-management, you, you know, there's a spiritual component um, or a spiritual principle really tied to that as well. Because I have the, you know, not to sound, not to make this confusing, but there's basically five main components. And within those components are the principles. So in order to activate the components, you apply the principles. So it's a, it's a multidimensional system. It, it is integrated. Um, but, you know, in order to manage your health, you have to manage your lifestyle. So how do you manage your lifestyle? You have to take responsibility for your health. Well, how do you take responsibility for your health? You have to be proactive. If you're not proactive, if, if you're not proactive, um, you know, in, in taking responsibility for your health, it tells me that you don't value your health because, you know, when you think of proactive behavior, what do you think of, right? You think of somebody taking initiation, planning, maybe they're being proactive, right? But there's another key element about proactive and it's how you respond, not just how you react because proactive behavior involves responding, not reacting, in other words, you establish your priorities based on what you want. Okay. So that's being proactive. And then, you know, when you take responsibility for them, then you're managing the, those behaviors. So um, this is another way to put it. Like Stephen Covey mentioned that reactive people behave according to um, not they, they don't behave according to personal choices or established values. They, be, they react to feelings or conditions or circumstances in their environment. So like if it's crappy weather outside, reactive people will feel bad if the weather is bad. But proactive people, because they, they decide to value being positive, they can feel good, you know, regardless of the weather. Hopefully that explains some of the the background behind being proactive because there's a lot to it more than just planning, you know? Well, and a lot to it. And, and for somebody that has been introduced to this new way of thinking, obviously just like a client who j walks into the gym for the first time and doesn't know proper form and doesn't know proper nutrition, mm -hmm. what, what are some principles or some starting points that people that you usually start people on or pieces that you touch on in your book that people can start to create this more proactive mindset? Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, um, there's so many things, but being proactive, you have to establish your values first and foremost, right? And so there's lots of things involved with that. There's time management, there's, you know, managing your stress. And those are all part of lifestyle management. But again, it ties back to because a lot of people, they start programs, and then they stop. So you have to really be commitment oriented and say, okay, I'm going to carve out this time to do this, this and this for my health. Um, and that's, that's the first step, I think. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of backtrack a little and mention that it, it's also very important to be proactive for the fact that there's so much information out there. And, you know, you know, what works for one person is not going to work for another person, right? So when it comes to proactively deciding what's best for you, that's huge because you can't just assume, okay, this person's doing this and it's worked for them. Now it's going to work for me. Now, the fundamental principles that are in my book are what teach people. It empowers individuals to 
be proactive for their own health and well-being. And, and those principles never go out of style. So that's pretty much what the book focuses on. Um, well, there's an element there that you spoke on in terms of trial and error. Exactly. Because you're right. No one approach works for every single individual. And but at the end of the day, the proactive nature, the proactive mindset you need to have may mean that you might you know, run into a roadblock here or there. Exactly. And to your point, your ability to control your emotions mm-hmm. and to not get frustrated and give up is a key component to, to seeing success. Absolutely. And what I love about the whole thing, it's an integrated system. So, you know, ideally like children, you know, when they're learning, they can start from the bottom of the pyramid and go up because they haven't had, you know, bad habits develop yet. (laughs) Hopefully not, but they, you know, they're so young and, you know, they're new. So they can say, okay, this is how I want to run my life. When I'm older, I want to make sure I value my health. And Really, I mean, if that doesn't resonate now more than ever during this coronavirus time, I don't know when it will, because think about it. Most people like yourself and myself, we love being in the gym. We lived in the gym. I can speak for myself. I've been a gym rat. So it's easy to go make your health a priority when you go to the gym and you're, you're already disciplined and you do that. But what happens when that gets ripped out from underneath you? Are you still going to value your health? Are you still going to make the time to do what you need to do? Are you going to come up with a bunch of excuses because, oh, there's no equipment, there's no this, there's no that. So that really resonates about being proactive when you are in this type of situation. So it's, it's like it really is more important, I think, today um, to get the word out there about what is really needed. And um, I think you knew, like, my book actually was, um, it was actually introduced in a school a a few years ago. And then just last May, this past May, I taught a class um, at Farmington High School, which was really cool. Um, And that included, like, the teachers, this principal, and the students. And um, it it, right now, they want to try to roll it out um, in the in the fall for, um, you know, workshops. And I spoke to somebody recently who said, you know, forget just that school, let's get it into the district. So I think it's, it's really in high demand right now, because um, people need to be proactive, they need to take responsibility, but they need a system, because it's not easy trying to navigate, um, you know, trying to take care of your health. And this it's kind of it really provides like a roadmap to follow. And- well, in a system, but also the education, because COVID aside, and it's a it's a obviously a, a very scary time for everybody. And I, I, I 100% agree with you that people need to take stock in their own health mm-hmm. when a pandemic like this hits. Exactly. Because the proof is that people that are immune compromised mm-hmm. for various reasons mm-hmm. um, are the ones that are more at risk. Exactly. But I think the the and the point that you brought up and what I what I think is fantastic is that your learning and your environment and and the sooner that you get into a healthy environment, the more likely you are going to be set up for success, right? I'm I'm a big proponent of your sphere of influence and how the people you surround yourself with um, will ultimately determine your success. Yes, you need to put in the work, you need to be proactive, you need to have that emotional control. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the people you surround yourself with are going to help you be successful. Yeah. And is that like is that a passion of yours? Because besides COVID, I mean, we see that childhood obesity is on the rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are children that are almost uh, pre-diabetic, or they are diabetic, um, and we just see more and more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more that plays into it. But do you feel that there's more of a 
an importance now more than ever for that education and for that that proactive nature to get out there and educate Absolutely. our younger folks. Absolutely. I mean, they that's technically how I got into this high school because the same person that, um, well, back in 2017, I was training one of my clients in the gym and her she bought a uh, my book, and then she, her daughter ripped it off, and she went and took it to school, and the, the kids went just nuts over it, and so she did a whole project on the book, and it got put into that school. Well, when she was, you know, going to school now virtually during this downtime, it was very depressing, and she suggested to her teacher, "Hey, can we can we get this speaker um, to talk about her book because her book is really good?" And I, you know, she thought it would be great for for the times, and so. Once I did that, I mean, uh, it was just, it just opened up like a whole new world, you know? So I think that, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to help because, you know, you talk about obesity with children, a lot of that, you know, it's education, educating the parents about what's healthy, you know? Um, but also back to the emotional thing, um, you know, if you if you can't manage your emotions properly, what are you going to do? You're probably going to start eating and feeling depressed, and then you're going to eat more. So a lot of that goes right back to the developing emotional intelligence. It's kind of all tied in. Um, but there there's other principles in the book that you know that one right now I think is really is needed. It's it's you know more needed. I would say more prevalently needed <laughs> um, in our society because people's emotions are going crazy right now as you see what's with what's happening well and to your point there you your emotional health your mind your spirit is just as important if not more important than the physical self absolutely, you know and, and what you see yeah i mean I, I think that we're we're actually multi-dimensional beings having a human experience we're not just physical bodies but you know when i taught the class it was interesting um in the you know, Farmington High, I had asked, you know, the students and everybody, like, what is your definition of health? That was my first kind of point. I wanted to see what they had to say. And, um, you know, some people mentioned a, a connection of mind, body, spirit, but there not a lot of people didn't have that as an answer. And, you know, it's, it's not being taught. That's, you know, that's part of the problem. It's not taught on a global scale. There's a lot of ambiguity about what health really means. Um, and there hasn't, you know, like the World Health Organization back in 1948, they had a, a definition of health, which included the physical, mental, social well-being. And it said something to the effect of it's not just the, um, the absence of a disease or infirmity. But then later in 1998, they revised it using that same definition to include the spiritual side, which I was very happy about to see that like, wow, they, they actually put that in there. So health is actually a dynamic state of complete physical, mental, spiritual, and social well-being. It's not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So, but how many people know that, right? How many people know that when, when you ask, you know, about health, people just say, oh, I need to lose some weight or, you know, I want to, I want to work on this or work on that, you know, in terms of their body, but they don't necessarily know what health really means, you know? Well, and I was just going to ask, what are some of the answers you got, you know, and, and, um, the people that I've talked to and, and trained in the past, you know, their, their, their why is very surface level. And I mm -hmm. think to your point, a lot of it's because they don't understand that it, all components have to be there mm -hmm. in order to achieve, you know, and I'm going to use this term loosely happiness, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. um, or just feel like you, 
are living an optimal life and there's mm-hmm. there's more to it than the physical. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, sure. Is that why, you know, we started talking about, um, you know, COVID and, and everything else going on inside the world. And I've noticed recently that your, your blog posts have started to shift a little bit. You've really started <laughs> to dive in, <laughs> you know, and not that it's getting away from health and wellness. Cause I do see a tie in terms of the emotional state, but they they've definitely shifted to focus on the here and now yeah, and, and what oh, yeah. everybody is talking about. So it yeah. is extremely relevant, yeah. but what is the, the sort of feeling that you're in the, the message you're trying to send in your blog post now? Well, I think that, you know, a lot of times I don't always blog, first of all, I want to say that, but um, I, I want to say that if something is really weighing on my heart, I, I feel a huge need to get it out there since I already have the platform and I am definitely wanting to promote health and I care so much about people's health. That's, that's my main goal is just to help empower people to take care of their own health, especially in these trying times. So, you know, it's, you, you know, I mentioned something like a couple weeks ago in one of my blogs about chakras. And a lot of people don't even know what a chakra is, but a chakra is a system of energy specific to one area of your body. And, you know, right now, if you're looking at the collective, our throat chakra is kind of messed up since we're all wearing face masks, right? From a, from a symbolic standpoint, when you're looking at reading into that. So, that is something that, you know, I mentioned and, you know, I'm trying to like dig deep and I'm looking into the good, the bad, the ugly. It's not always black and white. There's, there's some gray areas in there. Um, but you know, there's so much to learn during these times. There's so many lessons to learn. And, um, you know, back to the, like the throat chakra thing is that basically shows that we're not able to properly express ourselves. There's no free self-expression or truth or integrity or wisdom, you know? So that's something I think when you're seeing all the chaos, that's kind of getting purged out from old patterns. And so there's a, there's a paradigm shift that's also occurring at the same time. And I think people need to make a choice between what side of that shift they're going to be on. Are they going to be on the side of fear or are they going to be on the side of love? So when you're shifting, you know, because there is definitely some kind of shift happening. I mean, you can't deny it, right? Um, But you have to, you know, really think about what do you want? How do you want to behave in society? And and how do you want to communicate and so on and so forth? So it's all tied in. And at the end of the day, it's always about your health, I think, you know. Well, and it ties very well into your understanding or your teaching of emotional health. Exactly. And and self-worth. And mm-hmm. and to a certain extent, like you said earlier, like really trying to decide in, in terms of what your values are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, information is great. Mm-hmm. I think you use that information to make an educated decision. Mm-hmm. And what I like about your more recent blog post is that it's just like the health and wellness information that you share in your book and other blog posts. It's mm-hmm. here's the information. You look into it. And then make your own decision. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to be the one like, you know, saying this, this, this. I'm not, I just, I want to, I'm trying to raise awareness, I think, in certain areas in my blogs. Just raise the awareness, put it out there. Hey, this is not adding up. This doesn't make sense. This seems a little odd. You, you do your own homework on it. You make your own decisions. But when I do a post, I'll tell you what, I fully research everything. Being an author, I, I know that I don't want to have misinformation out there. So anything that I post is fully researched. 
Um, so I don't just, you know, talk willy nilly, like, Oh, I'm just going to post whatever I feel. That's just not me. I don't have that in my nature. I do have a tendency to like to dig, dive deep into certain situations, you know, areas. So I love that, but it's nice to come up for air and, you know, come back to normalcy. But I think that's the thing. There's just a lot of things happening right now and we need to be smart about it. You know, we need to be smart about it. And, uh, it's, it's going to be exciting in the fall now teaching the kids because, you know, it's, it's like a dream come true. It all started because I was trying to help motivate my clients. And then one thing led to another and here we are. Well, and you're going to be influencing the next generation, you know, so the impact that you'll have on on these young people uh, could very well help shape what the future looks like. Yeah. You know, so it's fantastic. Let's hope let's hope it's going to be all for the better. Right. (laughs) Well, and nobody knows. Right. Like you said, we we have to take everything um, in in stock. And one day at a time and and sort of see where it goes. But um, I, I think you're doing great things. I think you're getting the the information out there, like I said, so that people can make an informed decision and on which side of the, the spectrum they stand. And mm-hmm. if nothing else, you know, teaching people how to, again, live a healthier lifestyle. And it's people like you and me and other um you know, crusaders, if you will, of health and wellness that need to get that message out because it is important. And the statistics don't lie that Mm -hmm. um, we're getting sicker, um, not only from a, a, you know, body perspective, Mm -hmm. um, but also from a mind perspective too. Psychological. Absolutely. It's, it's like, let's, let's just like, you know, focus on something positive. And I think that the proactive health solution is a bridge. It's a beautiful, beautiful bridge to just like say, Hey, look at this another way. Okay. You might be fighting about right and wrong, good or bad, whatever. Look at your emotions, look at your mindset, look at the outcomes of, you know, what's happening and see if, if, that doesn't speak for itself. What does, right? So that's the ticket right there is, you know, when you take care of yourself on all those levels, you know, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and of course, physically, we, man, we can't forget that part. Um, um, everything kind of comes together and that's what leads to a disciplined lifestyle as well. So, um, but that, I think that once you unravel all those areas, um, you know, like the healthy self-management component. Remember when I told you er earlier, when I saw it flash in front of my face and I saw um, the different representation of each of those components, well, Mm -hmm. healthy self-management, the representation behind that was it frees you, it frees you to do it. So in other words, uh, the components of the proactive health solution, you have lifestyle management, which basically bids you to do it. And when I say do it, that means the stem of taking care. It's a stem which represents taking care of your health. So do it. That's a, that's what that signifies. So lifestyle management bids you to do it. Healthy self-management frees you to do it. Okay. So you're working on those emotions, those that mental stuff, the spiritual, whatever it is, those old patterns that need to be purged out that frees you. Then the motivation inspires you. And then the program design, which is the nutrition and exercise, that's going to teach you what to do and how to do it. And then the last component, which is discipline, that one will just make you do it. So it all comes together in a fluid way. And the nice thing is you can start from the bottom up or the top down. And it's since it's an integrated system, once you start applying the principles, it's just an unraveling effect. So it all comes together, assuming that you're applying it in the right ways. 
And what I love is that it can be open somewhat to interpretation for each individual. Exactly. Like you said, based on where you're at currently, maybe you need to start at the top or you need to start at the bottom. Exactly. Well, you know, I noticed what's interesting with a lot of older people or people that have developed bad habits, they have testimonies. And in fact, in the second edition of my book, they have testimonies of starting at the top of the pyramid versus from the bottom because they're trying to just break those bad habits. So for them, instead of dealing with all the emotional stuff, they're like, I'm just going to start exercising and eating right. And then that helps them to actually become more motivated. So it, it goes down the pyramid. It's really cool how it works. But, and like I said, I think the system helps on so many other levels too. It's not just for your health. You can apply this to other areas of your life when you apply those principles. Absolutely. And that's why it's 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 health defined as whole mind, body, spirit. You exactly. are, yeah. Exactly. Well, I appreciate your time and, and coming on. Um, where can people find you and, and obviously pick up a copy of your book? Uh, you can get it definitely on Amazon, anywhere you can buy books online. And then um, if people want to check out my blog, it's the proactive health solution dot wordpress dot com. And then Obviously, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I don't. I, I do post on Facebook, um, but you have to put put in my last name, Nadia Jakub Cavallini, um, and then the same thing with um, well, Nadia Y uh, Y Cavallini for the author. But yeah, you can definitely get the book um, anywhere online. So and it's available on hardcover, softcover, and also a Kindle version. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. I wish you so much luck. And, and I think it's amazing that you're going to be in the schools, inspiring our young minds and teaching them and educating them. Um, I think it's, it's definitely something that, that needs to be added to the curriculum and, and you're going to be at the forefront of it. Yeah. So, I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Thanks for listening to train, eat, repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.